Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest uh, podcast. We're going to touch on to the big issue of privilege. Uh, it's one of those words that's being bandied about a lot at the moment. Privilege of this, privilege of that. White privilege, obviously, is one of the, the big, big topics. So as I indicated with this podcast early on, I'm really interested. Uh, it's one of my philosophical interests is in the nature of language and how language is used. So let's today tackle uh, privilege. And if you want my very simple takeaway... Uh, is that privilege has ultimately become a word or a concept often and far often used by too many academics, activists, progressives and others uh, to mask their own racism, sexism, ageism or um, other bigotries. Um, what I'm pretty clearly saying is the word privilege and the way that it's used um, is effectively these days racist or sexist, ageist and so forth. It, it's the acceptable way to be those bigotries. You, you can't run around screaming a sexist statement at someone, but you can say, oh, well, you're privileged. You're privileged because you're a male, privileged because you're a female. Uh, as I say, you're certainly privileged if you're white, according to uh, a lot of recent uh, statements. And it's really important right at the start to, to understand, you know, racism as a concept is about generalising an individual because of the colour of their skin. So when someone or anyone walks around saying, oh, well, white privilege, that is by definition a racist statement. Uh, they're categorizing a person by the color uh, of their skin. And if we really want to push it out a, a little bit further, um, think about those who, who privilege the following statement, sorry, not privilege, who prefix, who prefix statements with the word privileged. Um, think about it this way. A person who says, oh, well, you're privileged because you're an angry, old, white, heterosexual man. Um, well, if you begin to, to break that down, um, putting the word privilege in front of old, white, heterosexual and man doesn't take away from a ageist, racist, heterophobic, if that's even a word, uh, and sexist statement. So an aggressive start uh, from my side um, on this topic, but I do see privilege, as I say, as a, as a word that's been uh, used, as I say, academics, activists, progressives, uh, to be bigoted. It's the way that they continue to be bigoted, while, of course, decrying racism, sexism, and so forth, which I do, and I think all right-minded uh, people do. So it's a really poor concept. It's a very poorly thought-out concept. In fact, it's arguably quite a dangerous concept that of, of privilege. Um, and so we have to push back against it. So I thought I'd then delve into what's effectively the fundamental philosophical problem with privilege as a concept, as a word. And, and the fundamental, if not the singular problem, is that privilege allows no place for the individual. Um, the idea of privilege, the concept of privilege, is ultimately about putting people, all people, into some form of group uh, or tribe. Um, who you are as an individual is irrelevant to those who push the concept of privilege. Um, your identity, who you are, according to privilege theorists, um, your identity is no more than the colour of your skin, the age cohort you're in, uh, and your perceived gender. Your life, your experiences, your upbringings, the struggles you may be having now or had in the past, that, they're all irrelevant to those who push gender, not gender, sorry, push privilege. In fact, your gender is irrelevant um, to, to a degree. Um, so, you know, do again the thought experiment. 
a Kiwi, let's say they've come from a, a horrendous family upbringing, violence, alcohol, drugs, as I say, broken family, Dad, dad's left them. They had poor teachers for whatever reason. They had a hell of a childhood. In fact, I'm thinking of some that I used to work with at the old uh, Mount Eden prison. But, you know, horrendous background in life, but they've then worked hard uh, and they've made good. They've made good. Um, however, according to the um, privilege theorists, that background and story only becomes relevant based on, if you're talking white privilege, on the color of that person's skin. In other words, despite that horrendous upbringing, uh, if they're white, they're privileged, according to these uh, privileged theorists. If they're not white, then they're not privileged. So again, it's illustrating the, the, the fallacies, the stupidities, ultimately, of the use of the word privilege, that all the elements of who you are as an individual, all your background, your stories, is irrelevant. It all just comes down to, as I say, the color of your skin, how old you are, your gender, and so forth. Um, so ultimately, uh, privilege as a concept is, is empirical, but not in a good way. And by empirical, I mean by observation, okay? As I say, you, you can't observe a person's uh, background. You can't know how difficult or otherwise their upbringing was, but you can obviously look at a person and, and perceive their, their colour. Um, but, you know, the irony, if I might say, in all of this is the same people who are great proponents of privilege are also the same people in our uh, politic who are all about identity politics and gender theory. That is, they're all, you know, particularly in the gender theory space, these are the same people that say just because you look male doesn't mean you are. So we obviously touch on the aspects of transgenderism here where we're being told day after day um, what you look like, uh, what piece of anatomy you have doesn't actually make you uh, one sex or the other, or one gender or the other. And yet these same people are running around empirically looking at someone and saying, well, because you're white, therefore you're privileged. So there's a, a massive contradiction there. On one hand, they're going to look at you, privileged theorists, and say, oh, because of the colour of your skin, because of your age, uh, because of your gender, you're this. We don't know anything about you, but you fit into these categories. And then on the other hand, particularly when we get into uh, you know, gender theory, all of a sudden, oh, well, just because you look something doesn't mean you're that. So a huge, huge contradiction. And so maybe I could just illustrate it this way with a rather provocative thought experiment is the old wealthy white male who thinks he's a six-year-old Japanese girl, privileged or not. I'll leave you to mull that over. So fundamentally, um, and it won't surprise you coming from a more conservative uh, philosophical approach, is we should be judging people on who they are, not by the group or the tribe that they're part of. Okay, Who you are as an individual is unique to you. Uh, and I... Uh, and people around you or whoever we're, we're looking at, referring to, should be judging them as an individual. Um, judging in the best sense of the word there. You know, what was the upbringing? What are the struggles they've been through? How hard have they worked? You know, where has their success come from? Um, that's what is important. Um, yeah, so that's, that's really important. You know, if privilege really does exist, and, you know, in, in, ways, in ways it does. There are those that get ahead in life uh, much easier uh, than not. But if, if it exists as a concept, as an idea, then privilege is really based on who you are as an individual and your background, not by group 
traits such as I say your skin color or sex or so forth. Um, ultimately in behind this is what uh, basically what a Hegelian, um, Hegel was a, a philosopher, um, Hegelian and, and cultural Marxist mindsets. Um, it's very much mindsets which try to split the world into well, as Hegel would have talked about, uh, masters and servants, the good and the bad, black and white, the victims, oppressors, winners uh, and losers. Uh, and, and you hear that with the concept of privilege. Those who use the term are instantly trying to put people into one of those two camps. Um, if you are white, we're going to focus on the, the race issue. If you are white, you are privileged, therefore you are a master. Um, if you're not white, uh, therefore you're a servant. Uh, you're a, a victim. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter anything about who you are. You're going to fit into one of these two camps. So if you're a person of colour, no matter how successful you are, no matter how easy your life is, according to privilege theorists, you're not privileged, uh, you're a perpetual victim. And the reverse is true. The person who um, happens to have uh, white skin that might have had a horrendous background, struggled all through life, but they're privileged no matter what, uh, and they're always going to be the oppressor. And as I say, there's just no place for those who use the word privilege uh, to respect the individual. Um, individuals must become subservient to group identities. Um, and ultimately, I'd suggest, and perhaps a discussion for another day, the state, which is what brings in elements of that sort of cultural Marxism of who gets to define the groups, where do you get uh, categorised? Um, worryingly, uh, and you would have seen in media in recent days, and, and kudos to them for actually um, having reported this, but you're seeing privilege now becoming a matter of indoctrination so in our schools, certainly in our media, the civil service. Um, you may have seen the news of a, um, well, they define as a white child. I mean, again, just think about that, that we are going around and reporting uh, in media and elsewhere by the colour of someone's skin, while at the same time running around decrying racism. Just think about that for a moment, that inherent contradiction. But anyway, a, a kid who's uh, white, in inverted commas, um, up north, uh, was asked by their teacher to stand in front of their class and list their privileges. Think of that as a young person asked to put forward what their privileges are. Um, this is, without really exaggerating, this is akin to what they did in the gulags and the communist re-education camps. They called them struggle sessions where each morning you would have to, to get up and in front of your peers, list off, confess your transgressions. And here we have in New Zealand schools, uh, young people being asked to, to uh, list, confess their privileges. And think about how traumatic that would be for that child. There's no respect for him or her as an individual. Instead, they're being told they must feel guilty, they must feel bad uh, because of group qualities such as their skin colour, their gender and so forth. Um, it's appalling. It's absolutely appalling. Uh, and we see the Ministry of Education now with, and again, I, I don't use the term Marxist lightly, um, but the Ministry of Education is embracing Marxist-influenced programmes like Unteach Racism, where, um, you know, they're being told, this is the teacher's, uh, we've, we've tracked the materials down where teachers are being told to, to list their own privileges, uh, to view their students in racial uh, groupings, to, to think of education as a form of symbolic violence. Well, we need to call bullshit on, on that, and if you excuse the language, um, we need to call bullshit on it. It's just absolutely wrong. 
Uh, the government and the Ministry of Education are telling teachers not to look at their students as individuals with value and worth in the future. They're asking them to look at their students in categories of privilege. Are they future oppressors or future servants? Are they winners, losers, attackers or victims, to use again that sort of Hegelian language? That is appalling. And can I just suggest to any parents listening to this, if you get any hint of this in your schools, push back, pull your student, your child out of that school, go in and see the principal, demand that the board of trustees um, you know, listen to you. In fact, let your local MP know, let me know. Um, it has to be fought back against. As I keep saying, we need to celebrate success where we see it and we give help where it's needed. Um, you don't do this on the basis simply of a person's skin colour, their sex, their gender, their sexuality, their age, or whatever other categories. Um, you respond according to the individual. Um, and fundamentally, and again, it's a very um, philosophically conservative mindset, it's that every human being has value and worth because of who they are, not simply because of the category that they're being put in. And as you've heard me say before, progressivism is all about categories, and it's about categories which they deem are good and bad. You're either a winner or you're a loser. And if you take a step back for a moment, who gets to decide that? Who gets to decide that? It's a bad concept anyway, but it's even worse when you begin to go, well, well who's made that decision? Who's made that decision? Hey, look, two final points. Two final points in reflection if you're still not convinced that privilege as a concept is poor. Uh, the first is that privilege is all about breaking down and not building up. Have you noticed that in any of the discussions? When there's discussion of privilege, it's never about trying to build up a group. It's always about trying to pull a group down. Uh, it's not a, about being for something, it's about being against. And it might just be a little bit subtle, but I think if you just take a moment to think about that, it's better to be for something than against it. The first part's more positive, the latter's more negative. And again, when you think of how privilege is used or misused, it is never about building up a group of people. It's always about trying to tear another down. Um, the second point I would make is those who push privilege are often, well, basically they're hypocrites. They're blind to their own privilege. Um, have you noticed, have you noticed those who talk about privilege all day long. The politicians, the academics, media personalities, supposed celebrities, all, I would suggest, by their own definition, privilege. But they have, if you will, the audacity to be uh, lecturing everybody else. So reject the idea of privilege. Um, it is a philosophically bad idea. It has very, very poor uh, underpinnings and ultimately, Ultimately, its failure is in the rejection of our basic and shared uh, humanity. We judge people, we engage with people, we support and we help people based on who they are and the life experiences they've had to date. Uh, privilege instead relies on groupthink. Are you in a good group or a bad group? And no matter your life experience or your life story, you are going to be judged, categorised and treated according to those uh, groups. And as I said at the very start, those who use the term privilege are ultimately just masking their own prejudices, biases and bigotries, and we must fight against it.